When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Yeah, how do those conversations go? I don't know. Uh, also, is Kate Middleton seriously ill or even dying? We'll have both those stories coming up. But first, let's begin this hour's e-news with Oprah Winfrey. Yes, Oprah, she's bailing. She's out. Leaving the Weight Watchers Board of Directors after being a member since 2015. This is not a coincidence since she did announce a few months ago that she's been using a weight loss drug. Either Ozempic, Wagovi, we don't know what she's up to. But a Weight Watchers executive says Oprah will donate all of her stock to the National Museum of African American History and Culture. It was valued at around $18 million. Wow. Was. Uh, was. Is the operative word. Yeah, since her announcement, the share price has dropped. It's in an effort to, quote, eliminate any perceived conflict of interest around her taking weight loss medications. Doesn't sound like there's any ill will, though. I mean, she can't be walking around all super skinny saying, you know, supporting Weight Watchers if Weight Watchers wasn't the thing that caused her to lose the weight. Right. See, I thought that they would do some sort of collab with Mm -hmm. Weight Watchers and... Weight loss drugs. That's what I thought was going to be You're coming. For them It'd to be a partnership. I, yep. Yes, well, I really. That's the yeah. thing, Ozempic, they don't need the Weight Watchers program. I mean, people are losing weight on just Ozempic. Yeah, but I thought that they would find some way to do some sort of like mashup, like like you, lose the weight with Ozempic, but maintain main, a lifestyle with Weight Watchers. Yes, that's really what I thought that they would do. Plus, I thought it was kind of shady that like when the drugs first came out. Oprah was like, that's cheating. You're cheating. She essentially went on kind of the record and said, that's cheating. I'm working hard and doing Weight Watchers and doing all of this. And then she started singing a different tune, which was very interesting. Oprah says she's going to continue to collaborate with Weight Watchers and be an advocate for weight health and obesity issues. Well, I'll be curious to see how it goes for her long term. I mean, there's a lot of unanswered questions as far as the... The drugs, you know, the drugs, the long term effects. And, uh, you know, we still don't know all the side effects and the implications that go along with it and mm-hmm. where we're going to be with those drugs 20 years from now. Yeah. Or even five years from now. We just, you know, and don't o- Oprah know. is a very famous test subject. Yes, she certainly is. So she sure is. We will see. I really noticed it, though, when I was watching the was it the Golden Globes that we already had? Or I can't remember. Uh, yes. It was the Golden Globes mm-hmm. or the Grammys. It was one of those. And I was like, everybody is so thin. Oh, everybody's. Like, yeah. I really noticed it with like Christina Aguilera, Kelly Clarkson, Oprah. I mean, there were all these people that I was like, 
Whoa. Damn. Just in months. We've been watching Vanderpump Rules, mm -hmm. getting caught up on the last season and the current season. Of course, that's filmed in L.A. And one of the characters comes in. You can tell he's lost weight. And one of the girls comments, oh, he's got Ozempic face. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. They're calling it Ozempic face. Well, because you just lose weight so quickly, it like, kind of yeah. droops. Yeah, your face is You see so it in the face. Mm -hmm. Wow. All right. Well, that's what's happening on that front. Um, yeah, we should probably take a break here because we've got a bunch of other stuff we want to get into. By the way, good morning and welcome, everyone. Good morning. Thanks for just joining yeah. us. Happy Friday. How y'all doing? Everybody okay? I think yeah. so. Hanging in there? I think so. I don't know what my issue is. I went to bed early last night. I just am. Fe I feel like I got a hangover weirdly. I didn't drink. <gasps> I, I haven't. You're getting the flu. No. Okay. I hope I not. I think so. I ate healthy. It was outside. It's everywhere, though, dude. I think the I'm sicknesses. just tired. Everything. Everything. It's all out there. Yep. Well, weather-wise, it'll be nice, at least the first half of it anyway. Sunny skies early and then uh, clouds moving in. Showers after 3 o'clock. We'll see a high around 50 and a little warmer tomorrow. Uh, the rain will move out of here once it passes through. And then we'll see the sun tomorrow afternoon and a high of 58. So, so we're creeping back into those warm March temperatures. Can you believe it's March already? Right now it's 32 at Cincinnati's Q102. <laughs> feel confident on your second date with help from the plastic surgery group schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com i'm bradley trainer and i'm don mcclain we have a podcast called blinded by the item a blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out it's a guessing game and you can play along the item might be like this a-list star carries a birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And uh, up to 58 tomorrow with some sunshine. Right now, 32 at Q102. You know, a lot of people are very worried about Kate Middleton. Well, I'm concerned about Kate Middleton. Mm -hmm. Yeah, has not been seen since undergoing abdominal surgery, which is very general. Uh, that was more than a month ago. Earlier this week, Prince William skipped a memorial service for his godfather. Both of those things together have the Brits thinking the worst. Kate's reps issued a statement yesterday saying that she will not die. Oh. Those weren't their exact words, but basically they said she's doing well and said we were very clear from the outset that the Princess of Wales was out until after Easter and Kensington Palace would only be providing updates when something was significant. I have a few friends that are really into this and we caught up with them earlier this week and some of the theories that are out there on the internet about her being in a coma and her being yeah. abused by William and her, all these stories and then her family has been... Nowhere to be seen as well. And yeah. I don't know. They so. spent a lot of time thinking about it. Yeah. So I don't know. They're, it is it is interesting. I hope everyone's I okay. Mean, if I'm taking my wild, you know, I have my my degree from the University of Google, my medical degree. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes. So looking at when you say abdominal surgeries, I mean, for them to not say what it is, I just feel like it has to be some kind of cancer. That she had something removed and she's undergoing treatment and she's going to be in this treatment until after Easter. But the direct quote was not cancer from the Royals. Yeah. 
Yeah, but also everyone is speculating that she had some sort of tummy tuck or some sort of something like that. Like a a lot of people don't need that long to recover from a a tummy tuck or a liposuction. But a lot of people are speculating that because they didn't disclose what kind of surgery it was, they're they're thinking that it's cosmetic because she didn't want to reveal what she was having done. So there's lots of speculation, like Tem's friends are saying, that she had some sort of like complication from some sort of plastic surgery. And then she had to go into the hospital to fix whatever that was, which is why she's out for so long. Maybe she got a belly button transplant. The thing that's interesting to me is that when they initially announced it a month ago or whatever it was that she was going to be in in the hospital, they said she's going to be there for three to four weeks. My mom had a five-way heart transplant. She was there for three days. What yeah. are you going to the hospital for a month for? But also, she didn't even stay. Right. Like, but that's then the other stay. thing. Yeah. It's like, she didn't even stay. So what's going on with that? Hmm. It is all very curious. Yeah, but with my vast knowledge of the of the royals from the crown, <laughs> yes. I will say. <laughs> with your degree from. With my degree in royals that I received from. from Netflix Washington. University of the crown. <laughs> I will say, though, they care about this kind of stuff. They care about what is being put out there. How, how they're perceived. They're, yeah. They care about how they're perceived. So either A, they, they are leaking this, or B, within the next week or so, she will be. Out. Out and about. Because they care. They care what especially the British think about the royals. They and if it's something they them. absolutely can't contain, then they'll they will fess up. 100%. Just like when Try they Try to had put to, the most positive spin on it if they can. Yes, just like how they had to reveal that King Charles was having has having cancer and having the... Pro- like, they have to reveal all mm-hmm. of that. That's right. just... They just do. So I think we're going to get some info within the next week. Mm-hmm. Or we'll see her. Okie doke. We're just standing by waiting. Yep. (laughs) All right. So here's what happens sometimes in Hollywood is you get a movie deal, uh, whatever it is. You get a studio to agree to let you make a movie. They finance it. Uh, You hire the cast. You hire the crew. You shoot it. And when it's done, or maybe even before it's even done, the studio says, we're never going to release this. Or we're gonna put we're gonna put this on a shelf for now. And what are some of the reasons that they do that? It could be that it is gonna conflict with other big box office blockbusters that they have coming out. Yeah, they want to focus their attention on the new Tom Cruise one or something. But then or, you can delay it. You don't have to say it's never coming out. Well, if test audiences come back and after all the money they spent, they don't feel like the dailies are looking as as funny or as entertaining or as compelling as they were hoping they would Uh, sometimes they'll make that decision or it could be a contractual thing like oh my gosh we hired this actress and then we found out later that she had she signed some deal with 20th century fox that not only puts her in violation but puts us in violation for hiring her and now we can't release the movie because of that i mean there's a, a thousand reasons why this can happen and one of the movies that's being affected by not that situation specifically, but one of the movies that's being shelved now is Coyote versus Acme. Uh, that's the Warner Brothers movie on uh, Roadrunner or the yep. Coyote, I guess. Yep. I remember it was always talking chasing about the Roadrunner. When they right. first decided to shelve it, and we were like, and people, and they were so, the, the director or the, the guy that did the movie was just devastated because he'd spent 
Hey, years and years and years. Years and years. Right. Um, so Warner Brothers decided a $115 million tax write-off would be more lucrative to the studio than actually releasing the movie. And that's a shame because according to Will Forte, uh, the actor, former SNL player, actor who plays Wiley Coyote's lawyer, uh, he got to see it. And he wrote an open letter to the cast and crew about how great it is. He says, when I first heard that our movie was getting deleted, in quotes, uh, I hadn't seen it yet. So in my mind, I was thinking what everyone else must have been thinking. Oh, wow. You know, this, this must be a, this thing must be a hunk of junk. And then I saw it and it's incredible. Mm. Super funny throughout. Visually stunning, sweet, sincere, and emotionally resonant in a very earned way. And as the credits were rolling, I just sat there thinking how lucky I was to be part of something so special. Yeah, that's cool. But then that quickly turned to confusion and frustration. Like, this was the movie they're not going to release? Yeah. Please know that all the years of hard work, dedication, and love that you put into this movie shows in every frame. That's all, folks. The film also stars John Cena and uh, Lana Condor. I mean, that's what, you know, if it just sits on that shelf and nobody gets to see it ever, that is just, ugh. And is I can't that imagine. like is that what it oh. boils down to? Is it that yeah, there's nothing wrong with the movie. It's great. It's just that we needed a tax write off and you're it. Yeah, or we don't think it's going to make that much money. We're not it's not going to make as much money as yeah. the Yeah. We'll, we'll make more money writing it off. Yeah. Than we will. It's like than are it will you at the box kidding office. me? I wonder how often that happens. One out of how many movies that are shot get shelved. Yeah, and I suppose like when you're an actor, you're just happy to have a job. I mean, at least they got paid for it. You know, at the same time, like when you dedicate, I don't know, three to six months to a movie project, in some cases longer than that. Years when the, the production team. You know, you don't just make these decisions on a paycheck. Like, you know, a lot of these decisions are strategic. Like, all right, you know, I've done a serious role. Now I want to do comedy. And mm-hmm. now I want to do this. And now mm-hmm. I'm looking for that. And Sure. Like, you're telling me you're never going to, like, what did I just spend my time doing the last right. six months? Right. What was that um, Austin Butler movie with the motorcycles oh, that yeah. was shot here? That was one that was supposed to that go. That shelved? Well, it was supposed to go and be like a feature film in the movie theater. And then they put it on the shelf, I believe, because of funding and they couldn't promote it or something like that. And then somebody else has picked it up and it's going to be released streaming, I think, I think at so, the yeah. end of this, at the end of, towards the end of the year. Mm. But that is the like the exact example of what you're talking about. Now maybe Will Forte is too close to it. Like maybe it is a piece of junk, and we just yeah. who knows. But I tell you what, though, if I'm going in to see a movie that involves the Roadrunner and Coyote uh-huh. and and also Will Forte's in it, I have expectations. Yeah, of it it's not going to win any awards. Yeah, like, you know, right. going in, I'm going in with the expectation that this is going to be a stupid fun movie. Yeah, but mm-hmm. why can't it just stream? That's the thing. Like, yeah. all of these movies that Jeff is talking about, they don't have to go to the movie theater. Then I mean, they don't get the write-off. I know, yeah. but I'm just saying, though, like, somebody will pay for it somehow a little bit. Well, I, th- I don't know that they can make that kind of money if they stream it. 
Yeah. Maybe they, maybe and that they may be their thing. They're like, we didn't spend $115 million to put it on Netflix. Yeah. Or wherever. So nobody yeah. gets to see it. You're all out of luck. At least for now. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. All right. The Sopranos. You remember how it ended? It was really polarizing. There were people, some people thought it was great. Other people thought it was horrible. I thought it was good. Uh, you can now get a load of this. Own the actual restaurant booth Tony and his family were sitting in when the camera cut to black for the final time. I'm going to take a black light to it, see if there's blood. It's from a real <laughs> restaurant called Holston's in Bloomfield, New Jersey. They're renovating, so the booths have to go. Buyer gets both seats, the table, and the divider wall, along with a plaque that says, reserved for the Sopranos family. Auction ends on Monday. Price is already sky high. Over $63,000 as of last night with 175 bids. Also, they're not going to ship it for you. You have to take care of that yourself, so you might Dang. have to go pick it up and drive it home. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, actress Elizabeth Hurley has a hot girl-on-girl scene in her upcoming movie, Strictly Confidential. And it's interesting for a couple of reasons. First, Liz is 58 years old. Looks phenomenal. Yes, she does. By the way. Stunning woman. Yeah, she's far from a typical 58-year-old, physically speaking, anyway. Uh, second, the movie was written and directed by her son. 21-year-old Damien Hurley wrote and directed a scene in which his mother has sex with another woman. Now, you know, I, I know that sometimes, like, people in the art world, you know, they try to think of these things in the abstract, especially when they involve weirdo celebrities. Yep. But, I mean, can you just imagine, like, watching your mother grope and make out with another woman or a guy for that? I mean, like anyone. No, thank you. <laughs> and now, now imagine telling her exactly how you want her to do it and telling the other person how you want her or him to do. You know, put your mouth there. Put your fingers there. Right. Put your leg up over there. Like, I, I don't. No. <laughs> no. I don't care that, no. if no. that's in the name of art, man. That's just weird. Does he say, like. Okay, hey, break. Mom, I'm going to need you to, like, give her a little more tongue. No. No. Yeah. Does he call her mom on set? I feel like this has happened before with a, wasn't there, yeah. like, a father-daughter? Didn't a dad? Who was it? I remember. It was not that long it ago. Was, no, we it about wasn't. It. And it was, a, it was, like, a pretty big A-lister. Yeah, I'm trying daughter. to think. It wasn't like, it was like a Matt, it wasn't Matt Damon, but it was like a Matt Damon. I, oh, Ethan Hawke? Uh, yes. Yes. Directing yes. his daughter, yes. Maya. That's it. It happened in September of last year. Yeah. And they mutually agreed they wanted to work on a project together, and that's the project they yep. chose. So they they went into this wide, eyes wide open. Um, but I've also heard director Ron Howard talk about attending his daughter, Bryce Dallas Howard's plays mm -hmm. you know as a as a young father when she was just when she was working on broadway and sitting through some pretty racy scenes where <laughs> i think he told one story where he didn't see it coming and she went like full on <laughs> and he just was like what <laughs> you didn't what you doing? didn't warn me <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's got to be wild yeah so Dwayne The Rock Johnson joined the board of TKO, the company that owns the WWE, and they gave him the rights to his nickname, The Rock. 
but it turns out he got a lot more than that. They also gave him the IP and trademark rights to a whole bunch of his classic nicknames, catchphrases, and put-downs. So The Rock now owns the trademark on the following. Rudy Poo. Candy Ass. If you smell what The Rock is cooking. Oh, yeah. That was his signature thing that he would say all the time. Can right. you smell? No, your roll, jabroni. What The Rock? Something like that. The Brahma Bull, the people's champion, the great one. Know your role and shut your mouth. Oh, there you go. Yeah, the, know your role is really. Yeah. Know your role. Know Stay your with role. Me. Know your role. I know that is kind of a good one, isn't it? <laughs> it works for a lot of things it in life. It does. Know your role. Uh, the people's elbow, rock bottom, the most electrifying man in sports and entertainment, and of course, <laughs> jabroni. He owns all of those? Yes. And I'm still not 100% clear what a jabroni is. Yes. <laughs> I'm really not. Is that a shortened version of another word? I just typed it into Google, and according to Wikipedia, it is a professional wrestling slang. Uh, It means a loser. Oh. Okay, you jabroni. That's what Travis Kelsey called Aftab, Mayor Aftab, too. Didn't he call him a jabroni? Yeah, jabroni. I think he did. I think he did. Speaking of, I could totally see now Travis Kelsey being in the WWE at some day. He could. I think he would be really Wouldn't good. That, and if I were Taylor, this I'd be screaming so in microphones if oh, that yeah. happened. Can't you just see him up there? Totally. There's a local, and I didn't even know this, but there is a local girl that I follow on Instagram. Her name is Renee pa- Paquette, I believe, and she's like a huge part of the wrestling community. She's a local woman who is out and about in the Cincinnati community all the time, and she does a lot of hosting. So maybe we could ask her how she feels about Travis joining Mm. wrestling one day. Yep. Who said there's a sucker born every minute? Was that P.T. Barnum? I don't don't know. Mm, That sounds like a maybe. Yeah, it was P.T. Barnum. There's a sucker born every minute, a phrase closely associated with P.T. Barnum, an American showman of the mid-19th century. Although there's no actual evidence that he said, somebody said it. Anyway, the reason I bring it up is because Billy McFarland. Oh, my God. The guy behind Fire Festival. Oh, yeah. He announced yesterday that the sequel is getting even closer to happening. And he says the pre-sales made $110 million. I cannot with what? these people and how much money they have. How quickly they forget. I mean, just pay off my mortgage instead, okay? Tickets, ticket prices started at $2,500 a piece with the highest access level ticket costing more than $1 million. Do we even know who's going to be there? Oh, yeah. He promises everybody. I mean, he's like, oh, Pharrell Williams are going to be there. Ja Rule's going to be there and all these people. And it's not even backed by anyone. Although in the original Fire Festival. He said cards by Jacob were going to be there. I'm like, <laughs> when did she sign up for well, that? Yeah, I'll we'll go, go. You guys sure. have a booth. <laughs> That'd be great. <laughs> uh, no, he didn't say how many tickets sold, though, which makes it suspicious okay. for me. Only that the next time we hear from him, it'll be after his business partners make their official Fire Festival 2 announcement. Oh, boy. The festival will supposedly go down this December in the Caribbean. Somewhere in the Caribbean. In the Caribbean. Like, yeah. The people involved like- with him did not learn <laughs> no. the first time. Yep. Did they not hear the news or the stories? Yep. I just don't think The allegations that- of fraud. 
But it's like he was even in jail. He was in jail setting up his next thing. The scam? Yes. Remember, he was he was sending out his the scam the scam that they end the fire festival with is becoming a part of this exclusive club out of New York City, which is nothing but receiving emails about events. But he was like, you're going to get the no. All you got to do is pay however many dollars a month. And we're going to send you the exclusive email telling you where all the hot spots are in New York City. And it's an email blast and people are paying for it. Which brings me back to, there's a sucker born every minute. (laughs) Yeah. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.